KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. Happy New Year. I'm Parker Edison, host of the Parker Edison Project podcast, back for season two, chock full of good stuff. Micah Nine shares a story about writing a song for Jesse Jackson's presidential campaign. Black man in a White House, the answer is clear. There isn't a doubt that it's possible. Says he can do it. His delivery is smooth and fluid. He was on that back then when he was running for president, you know. You are now tuned to the Parker Edison Project. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. The Parker Edison Project. This dude is a genius. And he is such a nice man. And so talented. Stop by and you might learn something. Good morning. Welcome to the Parker Edison Project, where we look at tenets of culture and what really makes America great. We have almost finished this season, and all the way through, we've gathered hours of great material. Literally, hours. But we have to edit it down. So, for this episode, I'll be showing you some of those clips, well, letting you listen to some of those clips, and letting you know the reasons why they didn't make it. Let's get into it. Episode 2, right? Drummer Kevin Green. We're talking about the improv in Southeast. He mentions Dr. Tyati Howard. I asked around, and a few weeks later, tastemaker Carlton Overstreet connected me with him. His interview was amazing, but we couldn't use it all. This was something that didn't make it. If I stop by your place, one, do you play music? And and two, what's something I might hear? Well, um, I have a full stream. I have an actual internet radio station built into one of my computers here in my office. So I'm streaming approximately 25,000 songs from the old Smooth Jazz 98.1 library, as well as the fact that I do a lot of mainstream jazz, of Thelonious Monk, Pharaoh Sanders, Dizzy Gillespie, Duke Ellington, um, uh, John Coltrane. So uh, you you're probably try to hear, you probably would hear a collection beautifully blended in of a very multicultural type of, of smooth jazz and R&B. That's, that's all the hits right there. My father, by the way, my father would love that playlist right off the bat. Yes, yes. Yeah, I have quite a collection. Uh, matter of fact, <clears throat> I still have uh, um, a tape of my mother from 1955 on air. She was doing an audition for WBBQ Augusta, Georgia, and as a result of that tape, she got the job transferring from WLOU Louisville, Kentucky. And the significance to that is, uh, I don't know if you saw the movie Get On Up, the, the James Brown story. Absolutely. WBBQ was the first station James Brown bought <clears throat> when he uh, made it big. And my mother had already transitioned from WBBQ, Augusta, Georgia, um, a year before her death. She had made it to New York successfully, where she landed a position as the first African-American female backup drummer to the Duke Ellington Orchestra. Brother, this is in your DNA. <laughs> yes. 
Interesting, right? Another example comes from episode 7's interview with Dr. Roy Whitaker. We were discussing the similarities between rap and religion. I asked him what scholars thought of Tupac. We put that in the show, but I also asked him about Jay-Z. Jay's one of my favorite rappers, so I had to. We didn't want to lose focus, so we didn't get that into the episode, but I thought it was an awesome moment. Check out what the scholars weigh in on Jay-Z. Where does Jay sit with the scholars in, 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 in his catalog? Hey, I'm just going to put it out like this, because I know you love Jay. And that is that, well, amongst many, I mean, he's sort of the, he's the reigning king, okay? Mm. And and I'm not going to discount that at all. We spent a week, about a week of looking at Jay-Z in my own class. We looked at the pros and cons of Jay-Z. And by cons, I primarily mean whether or not he's political enough you know is that that's that's one of the major issues um and you can look at him being successful a rap artist um you know he's true to himself the longevity in the game uh you look at his reasonable doubt black album kingdom come uh i mean these are classics in themselves to me the quintessential hustler that you and i've sort of talked about which i appreciate because he puts there's, there's no limits except the ones that we place on ourselves but he comes to my mind in particular at this particular moment. Uh, the reason why I want to raise, raise him up right now is because you look at his blueprint albums. And the reason why I raise that because we sometimes can look at it this way. Right. It's not just simply he has the blueprint albums, but we look at the blueprint as him providing a blueprint for how he did it and how we can do it. We try to keep episodes current. Sometimes we cut it close with deadlines in order to add things that were happening from real life. They were good and bad things. When we were wrapping up episode seven on rap and religion, Shock G of Digital Underground passed. That put me in a weird space because DMX had just passed away in the same week. And we already had an homage to X in that episode. I'm incredibly moved by both artists, so much so that their passing is actually probably something I'll be discussing in therapy. I grew up listening to, to Digital Underground as, as far back as the seventh grade. It's one of the, the first cassettes that I purchased in my early 20s, I got a job at KZZUFM in Spokane. Spokane, Washington is only about maybe 6% black. So when a major tour came into town and they needed somebody to get drops from the artist, I was, I was black, I was a new guy, and they just sent me. On one of the stops, I saw Buster Rhymes. And I knew it was my job, I had to go over there, get a drop from him. So I ran over, I was like, hey Buster, hey Buster, uh, can I get this radio drop from you? Hey, and I joke with you not, I'm telling you a, a stone cold truth right now. Bust looks at me and goes, yo, son, can't you see I'm trying to talk to my mans? Yo, you all up in my face. Hey, I'm, I'm joking with you not. He's talking to Shock G from Digital Underground. Everybody's around there. Raw Digger, The Dog Pound, Naughty by Nature, Arrested Development. They're all seeing him scream on me. And I'm in my 20s. I'm a huge fan of his stuff. He walks away. And a few minutes later, Shock G comes over and goes, it's cool, homeboy. Come over. You can you can hang out in our in our dressing room. Shock G brings me over to Digital Underground's dressing room and I'm hanging out there. Loonies are there, Money B, and everyone's giving me drops. But Shock G takes the time to do the first drop with me. And I, I'm nervous because he's, he's one of my idols and I just got screamed on, I'm embarrassed. And Shock G as a man is taking this time, one black man to another, to repair my ego while he's on tour. And him doing it makes everybody else in the room follow suit. Numb Skull, the Loonies, that moment, I really don't have words for it. I'm sharing it right now because that's how how close I felt to, to this artist and his contribution. And that's a real life contribution that was made to me. And so um, even if it caused me getting dinged, I got to pay my respect to this dude. Hold up, man. Hold up. Let me run this song. 
That dude gave me too much in my life. I just gotta take just a few seconds, just a few seconds. For that man's genius. I'm talking about genius. Yeah, it's worth it to me. Yeah. Stick around. We'll be right back. I love you. I think I always will. Even now, I'm reeling from the effect that you have on the rest of my life. I'm different now. As badly as I want to feel the heat between us, I know exactly how this is going to end. Now streaming at PlatformCollection.com is the new film short, Run Rick, a who's who of San Diego talent. Brought to you by the good people at Platform Collection. Hello, this is Maya from Maya's Cookie San Diego. We are America's number one black-owned gourmet vegan cookie company. You can check us out on our social media at Maya's Cookie San Diego. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. You are now you listening, are now listening to, the to the Parker Edison, Edison Project. Project. One of the big goals that I had for this show from the very beginning was to add to the documented legacy of rap, to find little tidbits that hadn't been heard in other interviews. We were beyond blessed to get that from Micah Nine. He's a, a staple of Project Blowed, a member of Freestyle Fellowship, and honestly, one of your favorite rappers' favorite rappers. He had so much good stuff that I wasn't able to keep it all in the segment. Can you just tell me one more time about the Jesse Jackson piece? You did a song for it was Jesse called Jackson. Go Jesse Go. It was me and this guy named Mantron. And I'm trying to remember who did the beat. It might have been Mantron did the beat and he rapped on it. And I performed it. I was maybe 16, 17, something. Performed it a couple times. You know, it was that the way we rapped back then. You know, it had action. And, you know, you're kind of yelling a little bit. You know, you're trying to pump up and you know, give energy. Black man in a White House. The answer is clear. There is no doubt that it's possible. Jesse can do it. His delivery is smoother than fluid. He was on that back then when he was running for president. You know, and I got chance to perform it at the Shrine. And open up for his, uh, you know, get down or whatever, one of his rallies, you know, it was, it was cool. How long ago, how, how how far apart do you think that is from like the time that you were working with NWA? No, that was around the same time, I would say, because like, that was like 85 for me, 86, 84, somewhere in them ranges, because, you know, I thought that they had used one song on one verse, on one NWA in the posse, then used another song on the other one. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what the deal was or by then. And, you know, Dre been kind of knowing me. We always kept missing each other. Like, I'll go to the studio with RBX, and, you know, they'll be like, Calabasas, let's get it going. But then I end up in jail and come out. And, but um, it'd be an honor to work with Dre or any of those cats, even to the stakers are talented, you know. And Easy was low key, you know, a friend of mine, he said, I remember Easy, he used to hang out at the hot dog stand with, with Dwayne Don Jaguar, Dwayne Earl also known as Cool D, but Don Jaguar, he was on a couple Ice Cube songs and put out his own records as Earl the Poet. Got to shout him out, Pillar in the Community, Earl's Grill on Crenshaw. But it started with a hot dog stand, and we would always kick it at the hot dog stand and rap it right, whatever, you know. Was this right adjacent to this Crenshaw swap meet over here off of like Crenshaw King, right? Easy would come through, and you know, we'd simply play Domino's stuff, and he'd play me the different artists he's working on, and 
you know, I play him the stuff I'm working on and, you know, so that's how that all came together. That record came together with me rapping, writing for, uh, rapper Johnny them and him taking one of the songs and putting it on the album because he's he heard about it and liked it and all that and it was compiling their formula at that time you know there was a little talent pool going on between Crenshaw Swap Me and the Rodeo Swap Me and, and all the mixtapes we're putting out so that dude is deep he's giving us that goat talk meet me back here in two weeks for another bonus episode with more behind the scenes info Gonna close this episode out with a song from my guy, Chris Kilsey Ray Reyes. You might recognize his name as a writer and head editor for this show, but he is also an artist in his own right. I think what I do the most on the show is um, I feel like I'm a sounding board for you. Um, you usually have a direction of where the show is going to go. You'll usually have an idea of what you want the pieces to be. And then I think you use me to like solidify your ideas i think that's i think that's a good way to put it i like doing that job i think there's always been like people that help other artists do stuff like that and i rarely get to do that because i make my own art so when i get to do that i think it's really dope (laughs) and that you're worth every penny of it because that is very much man i'll have an idea and i'll bring it to you and that's when i'll find out if it's if it's a valid or just a plain old good idea i definitely use you as the measuring stick man do you have a do you have a favorite interview from season one? Hearing your brother on the show was a big deal to me. I don't know. For me, you, just like my friendship with you, it was almost like a full circle. I remember hearing about your brother when I first met you. As we started to get to know each other, I knew he was like a major piece of your life. And then to like actually you coming up with the idea, like I mean, you had that idea like way early on. And like you were like, yeah, one, I, one day I'm even gonna have my brother on. And like I remember you saying that way, way early on. So to see that come to life and it actually happen, and then hear it, it's I feel like that's like a real touching moment. And then maybe like a close second would be Master Ace. The fact that we were you and I are just such big fans. Now I, I don't know if there was another interview that we've done so far. Maybe the Mike and Nine, but with Master Ace where we both were fanning out kind of as we were editing like everything he said was like yo (laughs) he said that to us like that was so cool he's currently promoting a remix version of his album Simple this is an interlude I played incessantly this past summer it's called It's Just check it out here and stay safe out there it's all just love it's all just love it's all just love yeah It's all just love.
fresh day. Fresh day. Fresh day. Love. Hey, this is DJ Eddie on the radio, PCFM. This is a new song we meant to play earlier in the season. We couldn't make it happen, but we're squeezing it in right now. Here's another track from the Simple Remix album. This is Claustrophobic, featuring Kill C. Ray, Hollow Visions, and Parker Edison. And it's only on the PE Project. PE Project. What if I could fall away right into the dark? What if you ain't happy till the stopping of my heart? I live in what if. Yeah, I live in what if. I'm working on it. How are we the same? This was not my pick. I was toasting high, bro. You don't know a tick of the seconds of the time that it takes for a mind flow to break. I separate the party from the candles and the cake. I know the stakes, so I add more weight. I don't need my soul to be something on your plate. I don't have the time or believe in it. A plan for the leaving it. Watch me hit an orbit that you probably can't see and shit. You hooking with a fly guy You stuck inside that box and I radiate from outside And I don't know one thing about your freedom I just see the signs and I read them I'm claustrophobic I'm really trying to own it I need some space in this place so I, I, I can't control it Yeah, I ain't got no room in me, guys I ain't got no room in me, guys Yeah, I ain't got no room in me, guys Yeah yeah. Some days I feel chosen like a motion picture. I'm heaven sent to mess the pain inside the gods inflicted. Other days, blood drips down my arm, shirt weather from the storm. In that moment, no, I'm nothing with you. Four corners in this room, it's a mess. I can't breathe, suffocated by anxiety, stress. I must leave, but I feel inside my mind it's a test. Trust me, but in the mirror, cracks run across my face, complex. Offset by the need for the touch, the need for the need, the need for the love. But only if that love is for me. Pride's got me feeling claustrophobic. Heart running, palms sweaty, but I'm really trying to own it. I'm really trying to think of these scenes. I hate these rappers better than what most of you've seen. Oh, these actors, I've been underdog for just way too long. If somebody out here don't start singing my songs, I'm really trying to own it. I need some space in this place so I, I, I can't control it. Yeah, I ain't got no room in me, guys. I ain't got no room in me, guys. Yeah, I ain't got no room in me, guys. Yeah, I ain't got no room in me, guys. Nah. I ain't got no room in me, casa. Nah, son, even if there's ends in the outcome. How come you waited till we bubbled till you bounced up? We was in there shooting in the gym, you was clowning. Now it's hot at the top of your billboard. Bite is gonna bite. It's alright, we'll just build more. Filled more seats with that run rick movie than you did with your bitch. Should've clicked up with me, cause we did ours and cheers our success. Like some bosses, our beer, elephants in the room, it's a lager. Sorry, C Red, that's a little promo on a Lolo. A little product placement. But you cats already know though I'm so woke Like I ate $50 worth of no-dos I'm BLM But them cats recognize I go for dolo I'm social But still the type That might just pull a no-show So please, oh please Don't try to play me close, bro I'm claustrophobic Uh-huh I'm really trying to own it You dig? I need some space in this place So I, I, I can't control it So give me room Yeah I ain't got no room in me, guys I, uh, 
Thanks for stopping in. The Parker Edison Project is produced and hosted by yours truly, Parker Edison, and the good people at Platform Collection. Be sure to subscribe and catch the next episode on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any comments or questions, visit theparkeredisonproject.com or hit us on Instagram at the PE Project. My guy, Kurt Conan, is audio production manager. Lisa J. Morissette is Operations Manager, and John Decker is Associate General Manager for Content. This programming is made possible in part by the KPBS Explore Content Fund. I love saying that because it reminds me of Sesame Street. Y'all stay safe out there. KPBS On Demand is supported by the National Conflict Resolution Center. Topics like political polarization and hybrid work policies can create workplace conflict. NCRC can help workplace leaders navigate divisive issues with the culture, communication, and conflict certificate. More at ncrconline.com.